beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Nine to Thrive, quick health tips for busy lives. I'm Cece, your go-to nutrition nerd, and I'm thrilled you're joining me today. We've got nine action-packed minutes ahead filled with real talk and practical tips to help you heal for good. So whether you're on your commute, taking a quick break, or multitasking like the boss you are, let's dive in and make every minute count. It's time to nerd out. Today, we're diving into a topic that's both urgent and often overlooked, the inaccessibility of healthy foods in America. We're going to dissect the issue from multiple angles, food deserts, the cost of organic food, and more. So get comfy, maybe grab a mold-free Life Boost coffee, and let's get into it. So first on our topic list is food deserts. Picture this. You're in a neighborhood where the only grocery store is actually a convenience store, and the fresh produce section? Eh, non-existent. This is what we call a food desert, my friends. And shockingly, 23.5 million Americans live in food deserts. And guess what? These are predominantly low-income areas. The nearest actual grocery store is often miles and miles away, and public transportation to those areas can often be problematic at best. Now, in these food deserts, it's not just that healthy foods are scarce. They're often completely unobtainable, or if they are available, they're prohibitively expensive. We're talking fruits, vegetables, whole grains, dairy, legumes, meat, and fish. What many of us would consider to be the basics, right? But for a lot of people, these are luxuries, and the repercussions are severe. It's not just about a lack of choice or lack of availability. This is a true health crisis in the making. When you can't access those nutrients, we're talking about higher rates of obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. All of them run rampant in these communities. So you see, it's not about making a good versus a bad food choice. Sometimes the choices are made for you. But why do food deserts even exist? Well, the answer to that is a pretty complicated one. We're talking about systemic issues here. So public policy, economic practices, and so much more. These factors conspire to create an environment where healthy food is not just scarce, but it's almost impossible to access. So according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, an estimated 17.4 million American households were food insecure as of 2014, which is about the last time this critical metric was even benchmarked. And let's clarify what food insecurity means. It's not just running out of food for a day or two. It's about not having consistent access to enough nutritious food to support an active, healthy lifestyle or for kids to support focus, concentration and learning so that they can thrive and perform well in school. In food deserts, food insecurity rates are two and a half times greater than the national average. Let that sink in for a hot second. And then there are the social determinants of health. So factors beyond your control that affect your quality of life. We're talking about barriers like, like income and community infrastructure, but it doesn't even stop there. There's also education, employment, socioeconomic status, access to health care, and, and even public safety play a role. And these social determinants create a really vicious cycle. Poor access to education, for example, leads to limited job opportunities, which leads to low income, which leads to poor access to healthy food. And the cycle continues generation after generation. So when we talk about food deserts, we're not just talking about a lack of grocery stores. We're talking about a complex, multifaceted issue 
that's really deeply rooted in social, economic, and political conditions. It's a, a true web of injustice that's hard to untangle. But listen, awareness is the first step. So moving on, let's talk about another elephant in the room, the cost of healthy eating. A recent study found that following the MyPlate dietary guidelines, which we scrutinize a bit more back in episode one, would cost a family of four between $1,000 and $1,200 a month. So in other words, $12,000 or $14,400 annually, depending on the age of the family members and the percentage of fruits and vegetables that were fresh, frozen, or canned. For comparison, the average middle-income family in the United States spends roughly $6,224 on food each year, with the average low-income family spending even less at about $3,862 per year. Guess what that gap means? On average, we're opting for cheaper foods because, hello, budgets, but we're not spending nearly enough to get even the MyPlate baseline basic bitch level of healthful food into our diets. One driver here is organic foods, which are often strongly recommended by health coaches like me, but there's no beating around the bush here. They are expensive, like really expensive, up to 45% more so than conventional foods. And, and this cost differential isn't just an inconvenience. It's a true barrier, a barrier that, that perpetuates a cycle of poor health and poverty. We get sick from eating poorly. Re-listen to episodes one and two for more on that. And then our medical bills pile up, leaving even less room in the budget for healthy food. And it's getting worse. So a study out of Brisbane, Australia, looked at how the pandemic, along with other fun stuff like climate change and war, impacted food costs from 2019 to 2022. The cost of eating healthy shot up by nearly 18% on average. Fruits, veggies, all the good stuff got 12.8% pricier. Meanwhile, junk food? Oh, that only went up by 9% except for takeout, interestingly, which skyrocketed by almost 15%. So, okay, what's the fix here? How about keeping healthy foods tax-free while slapping a 20% tax on ultra-processed crap like other countries do? Um, or let's get a special price index just for healthy foods so we, we know when our wallets and our waistlines are in danger. All right, but hey, it's not all doom and gloom. There are glimmers of hope. Here are just a few ways that leaders are starting to move the needle on change for our food system. Thing one, there I am with my things again. Thing one, community gardens and urban farms. These can provide fresh produce in areas where it is scarce. Plus, they're a great way to educate people about nutrition and to get the, the community involved. Thing two, local food co-ops. Imagine a grocery store where you're also an owner. That's a food co-op. They can offer lower prices on organic and locally sourced foods, and they're often much more willing to set up shop in food deserts. Thing three, government subsidies for healthy foods. My goodness, is this a big one. We need to flip the script on what gets subsidized. Instead of corn syrup and ultra-processed foods, let's push for subsidies on fruits, veggies, and other whole foods. Thing four, educational programs. As they say, whoever they are, <laughs> knowledge is power. Schools, community centers, and even workplaces should offer nutrition classes and cooking demos and other informative content. Let's debunk those food myths one recipe at a time and start early with our kids. Thing five, transparency in food marketing. We need stricter regulations on what can and cannot be labeled as healthy, natural, or low fat. And while we're at it, let's demand that companies disclose more about their supply chains so we know exactly what we're putting in our bodies. So if you want to take this even further, check out the show notes for some other ways to get involved in food policy change.
As we bring this episode to a close, I just want to urge you all to dig deeper, question the status quo, and advocate for change, because change starts with us, with you and with me. And that's a wrap, beautiful people. Another nine minutes closer to healing for good. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share the love with your friends. Got questions or topics you want me to cover? Just slide into my DMs on Instagram at NutritionNerdCC. Until next time, keep thriving and remember, you've got this.